You're listening to Soundside. I'm Libby Denkman. In October of 2020, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs began testing its new electronic health record system at its first location, Mann Grandstaff in Spokane. By mid-2022, it was clear that things were not going well with the Oracle Cerner system. Appointment notifications, orders for testing, prescriptions, and a myriad of other records were disappearing from Mangrandstaff's system, stuck in a quagmire of what became known as the Unknown Queue, an undetectable location hidden within the system. And for some patients, that black hole of electronic records had catastrophic results. The VA has since slowed the rollout of their new electronic health record system elsewhere in the country, but for many in Spokane, the damage is done. Earlier this month, a patient named Charlie Borg filed a lawsuit against both the federal government and the health technology platform Oracle Cerner. Orion Donovan-Smith has been following this story, and he's a Washington, D.C.-based reporter for the Spokesman Review in Spokane. Hey, Orion, thanks for being back on the show. Thanks for having me. So first off, Orion, who is Charlie Borg, and what happened when he went in for treatment at Mann Grandstaff VA Medical Center? Charlie is a Vietnam veteran, Army veteran, who lives in Chewila, north of Spokane, and he gets his health care from Mann Grandstaff VA Medical Center in Spokane. Shortly after the Oracle Cerner computer system launched in Spokane in late 2020, he saw his primary care doctor. This is according to the lawsuit. The doctor noticed uh, in a routine blood test a sign that he may have prostate cancer. And so the doctor ordered a follow-up appointment with a specialist. That order for a referral uh, to see that specialist was essentially lost in this new computer system, according to the lawsuit. And after another separate issue with the system, his diagnosis was delayed by nearly a year, and ultimately his treatment was delayed by more than a year. And Charlie and his wife, Deborah Brinson, are now suing. What's in the lawsuit? What are they hoping for here? So they're asking for monetary damages. They don't say how much. Uh, In an earlier tort claim that they filed with the VA, which enabled them to file this civil lawsuit, they requested $15 million from the VA. They're not bound by that amount. Uh, Their attorney tells me in terms of money they may get from Oracle, uh, the company that now owns Cerner, and the the total dollar amount would be determined by a court. You've reported on a range of harms that this Oracle Cerner system has caused in its rollout in the Spokane area. Was Charlie Borg's among the worst, or what kinds of impacts has this had on other patients? I think it's safe to say it's among the worst, but the truth is we don't know exactly the extent of patient harm. The VA earlier this year notified uh, lawmakers in Congress of four deaths that they they attributed, at least in part, to the system, to errors in the system. And I have received uh, data from the VA through a Freedom of Information Act request that shows more than 4,400 cases of patient harm linked to this system, including nine cases of what the VA calls catastrophic harm. That means essentially either death or major permanent harm to that patient. Often someone who, who may later die as a result of that. And I suspect that Charlie's case is classified as catastrophic harm but the VA will not identify those patients. 
And is it mostly in those 4,400 cases, messages that went awry? Or do you have any more information about those types of harms that might have happened in all those cases? I don't have details on exactly what caused each of those uh, more than 4,400 cases of, of harm, most of which I should say are classified as minor harm. But many, many are classified as moderate, major, or catastrophic. And the causes of each case could be one of the number of things that you alluded to, orders getting lost in the system or not getting to their intended recipient, uh, miscommunication, patient records getting mixed up. Many of them are related to delayed care, uh, similar to Charlie's case. And the, the details of each case, though, are not uh, have not been made public. I mean, this stuff just completely affects your confidence in your medical care. If you're a patient at one of these Spokane locations, it's got to be really upsetting and really hard to trust that you're going to get the kind of information that you need um, from this Oracle Cerner system. What has been happening on the accountability side, Orion? I mean, the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee is looking into this. Patty Murray and other elected leaders have said they want accountability. What's been going on there? Uh, and I'd emphasize that the House also has a dedicated subcommittee uh, looking at, at this issue specifically, and they've been doing a lot of oversight work, including a couple of recent hearings. But ultimately, in terms of, of consequences, it's likely to come from uh, the appropriate appropriations process. And Senator Murray uh, chairs the Senate Appropriations Committee. So if ultimately she and other lawmakers decide this is just not going to work, they could uh, withhold funding for the project. Uh, but for the time being, they've they've been willing to see it, uh, see it through or at least uh, let the VA continue trying to fix the problems along with Oracle Cerner. I'm assuming it's already been billions of dollars sunk into this. And so the idea of backing out is probably a big price tag. Absolutely. You're probably familiar with the the idea of a sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. That even if it may, may ultimately be necessary or the right decision to call things off to scrap this project, it would be politically very tough for, for politicians to do that and for the VA to do that. Ultimately, uh, they're either going to have to see this to a point where it's it's successful or successful enough, or someone will have to make that decision at some point. Uh, for now, the, the key date to watch is this coming March when the system is set to launch at the level federal healthcare facility in Chicago, which is a joint VA and Defense Department hospital. That's a much more complex hospital than Man Grandstaff or any of the other VA hospitals where the system's been used so far. And that's going to be a really critical test for for this uh, computer system. And Orion, before we ran into all these problems at the VA in Spokane, Oracle Cerner had been in use in DOD facilities. So military, active duty military healthcare facilities. How is it doing as a DOD health record system? Yeah, that's right. It launched uh, initially at Fairchild Air Force Base outside Spokane in February of 2017. And uh, later that year at Madigan Army Medical Center uh, at Joint Base Lewis-McChord uh, and also in Bremerton and, and Oak Harbor. Uh, so this all started in Washington State. And we know from uh, an internal Pentagon report that was released and made public uh, in early 2018 that the system had a lot of the same problems early on. And in fact, the Pentagon 
paused its rollout for uh, more than a year before resuming that that process uh, in 2018 and into 2019. But since then, there just hasn't been a lot uh, of information about how it's gone. And I, I want to say for, for your listeners, uh, particularly in Western Washington, uh, if they have a, any experience with that system, which is called MHS Genesis in the, in the military health context, I'd love for them to reach out to me. I'll be covering that issue, I'm continuing to cover this issue. And uh, I'm particularly interested in how it has affected patients and healthcare providers uh, in military facilities. Yeah especially as we see it being rolled out in Chicago in a bigger and more complex system, as you said, in March. Um, This situation is not just stressful for patients, Orion. It's also hard on staff. And you've reported in the past that the existing health record system was quite popular among staff before Oracle Cerner began getting rolled out in Spokane. You've reported previously that a lot of folks are leaving their jobs How is looking today for staff after over three years of this testing process? Yeah, the the system is still a tremendous uh, source of frustration for for employees who I talk to uh, at the at the different VA hospitals where it's been rolled out. And again, that's in in Spokane uh, and also in Walla Walla, Roseburg and White City, Oregon and Columbus, Ohio. And uh, the just the slowdown and the. frequent disruptions in the system are, are frustrating. But more than that, what, what uh, healthcare providers tell me is that they, they know it could cause errors and potentially cause patient harm. And they're doing everything they can to prevent that. They're working, literally working overtime uh, and putting in a lot of extra effort every single day to keep their patients safe and provide good care. Uh, I think there, there's some incredibly dedicated uh, employees, both at VA and in, medic, in the, the military uh, health system, using this, uh, this new computer system. But bottom line, it just takes more effort and it slows them down and they're able to see fewer patients. And that means turning more patients away and sending them to the private sector, where there's a whole host of other problems uh, with, with the American healthcare system. How has Oracle Cerner responded to all of these issues and to the lawsuit filed by Charlie Borg. So Oracle Cerner has not uh, commented on the on the lawsuit itself. Uh, Oracle acquired Cerner in a, a deal worth more than $28 billion in the middle of 2022. And since then, they have uh, pledged to work hard to fix the system's problems. They have uh, appeared before Congress a number of times, although uh, I'd point out in a recent hearing, they declined to uh, to appear in a hearing. And they uh, they have, again, committed to fixing these problems. The question, I think, is, is how quickly can that get done? And what exactly does it mean to fix this system? Healthcare providers tell me there are some fundamental problems with the way it's designed and the way uh, the government uh, chose to buy it and, and configure it. Hmm. And uh, it's really unclear. I think the, the the big question looming over all this is, can it be fixed? And if so, how quickly? Last December, you reported that Oracle Cerner said it was going to hire a thousand new IT professionals to help mitigate these problems. Do we know if that's happened? I, I don't know. Uh, I'll point out that Oracle has also uh, laid off a number of workers since that report. Hmm. They've attributed that partly to the slowdown in the VA rollout. Uh, VA earlier this year announced what they're calling a reset period, 
during which they are not launching the system anywhere except for that joint military VA facility in Chicago. And so that has meant less work for Oracle. And subsequently, they've they've laid off some staff. When I've asked Oracle for details on those layoffs, they've declined to, to provide them. Orion, I mentioned some of the outrage coming from public officials on this. We reached out to Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers, who represents Spokane in Congress, And she sent us a statement that says the Oracle Cerner electronic health record system has been a complete failure. It has created more problems than it has solved and directly harmed men and women who risked their lives for our country. It's time to pull the plug on this deeply broken system and go back to one that works immediately. So you have elected officials saying this is a failure. They're upset. They're trying to have some oversight uh, into the process going forward. But big picture here, did the VA, did the U.S. government learn lessons from what's happened with this Oracle-Cerner debacle? Well, they could certainly learn lessons from the systems rollout in VA facilities, and they have an opportunity, uh, the federal government does, now as they they just recently announced that the Indian Health Service, which provides care to tribal nations across the country, will be adopting the same system. Now, that's going to happen on a smaller scale, but potentially has some really big impacts for for indigenous people across the U.S. And the uh, VA, for its part, has been more cautious in the past two years than it was uh, initially after launching the system. They have, as I said, hit the reset button. They've paused the rollout with the exception of the Chicago facility. And I want to emphasize that for your listeners in Western Washington, they receive their care from any of the Puget Sound VA facilities, those are all using the former system, previous system that's still in place at almost all VA hospitals and clinics. And when Congresswoman McMorris-Rogers talks about going back to a system that works, that's what she's referring to. Uh, she and a few others have advocated for reverting to the previous system, which is called VISTA. Uh, that's what Charlie Borg wants. Uh, he actually came out here to Washington, D.C. about a year ago and asked members of Congress to do that. But to, so far, they've, they've, with the exception of Congresswoman McMorris Rogers and uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale from Montana, they have decided to stick with the, the effort to fix the system rather than canceling it. And again, it's going to be rolled out now for the Indian Health Service. So some, uh, you know, governmental organizations believe that this is a worthwhile project to continue with. Um, I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around why, but again, billions of dollars sunk into a government contract to develop this software and this system uh, might be part of the answer. Orion, just before we go, how is Charlie Borg doing today? I know his lawsuit will be working its way through the court system. Yeah, and and Charlie's attorney, uh, Mark Kamitomo, told me that he expects this to take at least a year, if not longer. Uh, for for the case to work its way through the courts. And Charlie's prognosis uh, is not great. He said most recently he told me uh, that his doctor had given him about uh, one to two years uh, to live, and that was about a year ago. So he's uh, he's now taking medication to slow the progression of the cancer, but uh, does not expect, you know, it's it's not treatable. And Charlie told me he he's prepared for the possibility that he won't live to see uh, this process play out, but he he is hoping to get uh, both some some monetary damages to help support uh, his 
wife and his kids and his grandkids. Uh, and he says to donate to a local veterans group. And then he also is, is really making a point about uh, the impact the system has on other veterans uh, in the Northwest and potentially all across the country. Yeah. Orion Donovan Smith is the Washington, D.C. based reporter for the Spokesman Review, has been doing just dogged reporting on this Oracle Cerner system for years now, Orion. I mean, it's been quite a while that you've been covering this. Yeah, just about three years at this point. And it, I mean, very important, impactful reporting uh, accountability work to keep track of what's going on here. Orion, thank you very much. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to Soundside. This show is only possible because listeners support us. If you're able to give right now, please check out the show notes for a link to donate. And don't forget, you can listen live on KUOW 94.9 FM Seattle at noon and 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday or anytime online at KUOW.org.